welcome to Rich in Life, a podcast for anyone looking to be entertained while picking up a few tips on life, luxury, and resilience. And now your host, Rich Irani. Hi, this is Rich Irani. Welcome to Rich in Life. Welcome to part two of my interview with celebrity stylist Sasha Charnan Morrison. I can look at Gregory Peck all day, okay? Yeah. I mean, I'm not 15, but I, I was a little crazy because these are the type of people that it's like, you know. So do they live up to your expectations? Like, did Ethan live up to your expectations? And I, to be yeah, honest, I know was, you'll work with him again. Come yeah, on. Yeah, I, I, wanted, I wanted him to talk more about Gregory Peck, of course. Um, right. And that, wasn't, and that just wasn't happening. But, Sorry. no, he was great because what you want in the shoot, you know, you, for, for a shoot, the common goal is that you want to get them photographed and happy on a cover and, you know, and... Um, and he was happy and they were happy and they were very nice. And that's what you want. You want a happy set. When somebody arrives on set and they're not happy from the get go or, or, or it starts that, or, you know, in the middle, it, it, it turns out bad or the publicist takes over. That's really difficult because you have to make sure that they're happy and then you have to get the picture. So you, you're doing like several, and you have to dress them. So you have to have, and then you have a crew of people there. My, my new thing that I started, um, that, I, that I learned from when I was at Us Weekly, we had Jennifer Lopez, you know, and she- Who is she? On her, on her, on her rider, <laughs> who's that? Yeah. On yeah. her rider, I think, it said, no, it wasn't her rider they decided that they wanted to have a DJ there when she walked in and when she left. And I have to tell you (laughs) that get rid of like all the other stuff to pay a DJ because there's nothing worse when you need music and you have an iPhone and you try to hook it up to the system and you have like this tinny music. They, they loosen up when they hear music, they sing, they, you know, it's, so we, from now until, so I had the uh, River, no, what's it called? Katie Keene cast from the CW, um, four people. That was really difficult. That's a lot of people. Um, plus we had to get all these shots. But I, I said, I found a DJ at Nordstrom on 57th Street. Cause they, they you know, the, so this lady was spinning and she had her card and I, and we called her and she came to the shoot. And it just, it, it, it just, relaxes people so it makes it easier you want it to be easier and then they tell you that they have a hard out in like two hours right so you have eight pictures and you have two hours we've done it we've actually done it but um you know you just want them to be happy and you don't want the publicist to walk in and then get nitpicky which happens all the time it happens all the time I was going to say, was there any celebrity that really got under your skin or got on your nerves and said, you know, it's not worth, it's not worth it. It's not worth my well, time. Well, I, 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 it's never not been, it's not worth it because it's my job. So right, okay. you have to just take it. Uh, and like I an mean, adult. Yeah, you ha- it's a job. It's a job. So yeah. you have to take it and you take whatever you you can't walk off the job. They can walk off the job. Right. And then you think you're walking off the job because you're not happy about the clothes. That's that's absolutely ridiculous. Right. And usually whoever you're working for backs you up. 
because it's so right. ridiculous. Right. I mean, I forget that you're not just, you know, you're styling now under CBS and the Watch magazine. So it's a different right. thing. Yes, you do. You can't walk off the job. It's not like your own, you, your own independent stylist where no. you can pick and choose who you want to work with. Right, right. And then sometimes also your crew, like your photographer is weird and... I mean, just everybody comes with their mishigas and it's just like, oh my God, I, I, I have five more hours of this. I've got to get the pictures. I don't give, I just get over your shit. That was like when I was, I was on a ship. Was I talking to you about Maine? I was on a boat and I was about to hurl and uh, we were styling Violet Bean from CBS. And right. um, I, she was not getting sick. Uh, she was feeling sick. But she didn't, so I had to hold it together. And I was like, do not get sick, girl. That's me talking to myself. You know, you end up talking to yourself yeah. a lot. Um, and then it was fine. Um, but you just want to get the picture. Right. And, you know, that's it. And you have to be an adult. And right. And it's a business. It's just a business. It's a business. Yeah. And do at the end of the day, you know, they're not your friends. They're not going home with you. They're not going to dinner with you. You just have to kind of let it, you know, let it go. There are people that you, you're told not to look at. <laughs> okay. I, you see, now this is where you're not getting away. Tell me who says you can't look at them. I want to know. Okay. I think, well, we were, there was, in my specific circumstance, Christina Aguilera was the only person that I was told that I couldn't even really communicate with her or look at her. Or look at her. It's right. the looking part that I think if I find to be so um, offensive and so arrogant. You know, it's one well, thing if somebody doesn't, you know, if you want to talk to me, talk to my, my assistant, that I get, you know, talk right. to them, they'll, they'll make decisions. But to not look at me, it's like that to me has, there's an arrogance about it that is such a turnoff. Well, the, the thing is this. So, you know, I've, I've had many years of like hating that. But you gotta understand a few things. You know, somebody comes into a sitting, they don't know you, they have to take their clothes off in front of you. If, but there are people that also tell you that you have to go give them the clothes and then go away and then go look. And then you're looking at them and certain people look at, you know, you, you look at people like, you're not looking at them like they have a body dysfunction you're looking at the clothes on the body and if it doesn't work you have to have a chip in you that soothes them because it's very uh you know you get very insecure they're already insecure but here they are with a new crew with somebody who's staring at their body up and down so you have to kind of get that again it's not personal right but it's hard, it's hard, it's very challenging. It's very, cha so I will say that that shoot was extremely challenging for me. I didn't get it, I didn't understand it. And then after it was over, I got it and I understood it. Right, you know, you but it must be hard to have to work with someone and not look at them. It's like, yeah. I'd be afraid that, oh my God, I just looked at her for a second, what's gonna happen? It's like, oh no, no, you know. she, was, she was taken off Everybody that was there, we flew in from uh, New York to LA. We had to stay in a separate place. We couldn't go on set. I mean, that's wow. how crazy it was. She, she did end up being like the best-selling cover in Us Weekly history. Okay. Wow. 
because uh, she had just had the baby and she lost all this weight and you know that was like a big thing um but I got it I got it I got it afterwards but I do I'm constantly challenged so and give me another I want to hear your challenges so give me another crazy celebrity location type story where somebody because I mean I have them and I you know, I, I have them with Jennifer Lopez, I, with Britney right. Spears. I mean, I have a right. whole bunch of them too, but I want to hear what you got. Give me something. I think I've already told them on the show, so people already know it. I always repeat myself. <laughs> okay, well, I had, um, you know, Snooki from, uh, you know, what's it called? The Jer Jersey, Jersey Shore. Shore. Yep, Jersey okay. Shore. So once we had her and she was getting paid and once we had her and she wasn't getting paid and then we had her, she was another best-selling cover too because it was a surprise wow. that she was pregnant. Um, and she was really hard. <laughs> she didn't like anything. She threw everything on the floor. I've had a lot of people throw things on the floor and I just think oh. that's so disrespectful to the clothes. Pause. Forgive me. That's gross. <laughs> Wait, pause, right. Forget you because you're not picking it up. But the lack of I respect. Pick it up. I had to pick it up. I you did pick, pick it up. up or, but that's so pick, disrespectful. I had to pick it up and hang it. I had to pick it up and hang it up again to make it look like it's nothing, that, that it's fresh. You know? Yeah, it was rude. That is the <laughs> rudest thing. My kids, when they were four, when they threw something on the floor, I started telling oh, no, them, yeah, yeah, pick exactly. it up. You respect your stuff, respect yeah. your toys, respect food. These are oh. adults throwing it on the floor. We had somebody recently threw a lot of stuff on the floor. <laughs> I can't say who, but it was like, "Come on, oh tell my me!" Oh God, that's a Vera Wang you just threw on the floor. You know, people don't. You know, they don't get it. It's so. I had a. I have a crazy story. Margot Kidder was shopping in my store once. Yeah, I don't even know if she's alive today. This was maybe 20 years ago. She pulled up in a, um, in a Wrangler Jeep, just right in front. There was no parking and they were giving her a ticket. She couldn't care less. Wait, let me just switch my AirPods. Okay. <laughs> Margo. Margo Kidder yeah, was hi. just in a Oh, I even hear you about it. Oh, hi. Oh, was she? Oh, she's still alive. I didn't know she's even still I don't, alive. Okay. I, you know what? I don't think she is. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, she looked oh. a little messed up when she came to me. But, oh. I, you know, I knew her. This was 20 years ago, and I knew her. So when she came right. in, we were, you know, not in awe, but we were so happy. She was seemed very eccentric and weird and intense. And she wound up buying something, accessories, a belt and whatever, and shoes. And what she did now was she wanted to change her outfit. So she took her skirt off in front of us, pulled it, left it on the floor, took something out of her bag, I don't, it was an oversized long shirt and put a belt over it. So she was basically changing her outfit from a skirt and a shirt to, I guess, a long shirt and belt. And she did it all in front of us. And she didn't buy the skirt from us. The skirt she was wearing was sitting in a circle on the floor in front of the mirror. And she just left it like that. And then, of course, I picked it up. Right, right, right. And I right, it right. to her. And I mean, you know, it's just I funny. Know. You know, people just, you know, I wonder if they have any self-awareness. You know, I have this no. saying. They don't. No. So it's funny. Um, oh, actually, no. Brad's telling me Margot died in 2018. Brad, that's right. Not yes, she died in 2018. Bad. I feel terrible. So I will say she was a lovely person. She did not <laughs> throw her skirt on the floor. Now she did not. Now she was amazing and gracious. <clears throat> so it's like, here is here. I'm going to tell you my little theory on this okay. kind of entitlement. Okay. Okay. I go to the gym, let's say, and I'm on a machine and all over the gym, it says, you know, no cell phones. Okay. This okay. lovely girl will talk on the phone next to me. Suddenly I hear this through my 
earphones Ears, and the music, right. I hear her talking and I keep looking because, you know, she's quiet and then it starts again. By the time she's off the phone, it's maybe 20, 30 minutes later. And I'm not exaggerating. She's on the whole time. And right. I see her all the time at the gym. And all I know is that she is the rude, entitled girl. And that's all I know. So in other words, it leaves an impression that's literally embedded in her. And she could be the best person in the world. She could be helping, you know, autistic kids. She can be helping old people and feeding the poor and giving charity. I'll never know that. I only know her as the girl that's entitled and rude and just talks as she's on the machines right in front of the signs that say right. no cell phones. Right. So it's like, you know, I, and this is where it's funny on my intro to the podcast. When I started, it was all about putting your best foot forward. And trust me, uh -huh. I don't want to put my best foot forward. I want to be a dick. I want to be a dick. I want to say what I want to say right, without any, you know, without the fucking word police up my ass all the time. I just want to kind of, you know, say what I want to say. But yet, ironically enough, I really do want to put my best foot forward to other people. Like, I don't care if, you know, people don't like me, but yet, I want to be kind to other people at least, or at least try, give everybody respect. Sure. Equally, not to the superstars. I'm not interested right, in just right. being nice to, you know, it's just be nice to everyone. Put your best foot forward. You know, when totally. our kids were, when we were at restaurants with our little kids and they used to make a mess with the Cheerios, I mean, after four or five drinks, I would get up and bend down and pick the freaking clean Cheerios Clean it up, off. right, right, right. And the guys would say, leave it, don't worry, don't worry. Right, right. I'm right, about right. to pass out with my head right. bent over after the four drinks. Right. But I mean, it's just, I don't want to leave and then have that turn around and see a that's mess. That's just, you know, that's just respect. That's just being respectful. That's all. I would never do that either. I know you wouldn't. I know you wouldn't. It's not our style, but is it a generational thing? Do you think it's a, a is it no, a celebrity think, thing? Is it a success thing? No, I think it's just how you upbringing. were raised. Yeah, uh, upbringing. How you were I think raised. I mean, you know, if your parents don't tell you that this is not right, then how are you supposed to know? You know, right. honestly, that doesn't give anybody a pass. It's just, you know, how are you supposed to know? So it's like this whole thing with masks. I don't understand why it is an issue, <laughs> period. I don't get it. I don't why, what's an issue? Wearing a mask? Wearing a mask when you're in a public space where you could conceivably get somebody else sick. I don't get it. I, well, don't I, I don't think it's, uh, is it an issue for some people? I guess, yes. maybe, I don't know. It's a huge issue. It's a political statement. It's a, yes, people are right. upset about wearing masks. Yes. Oh, they well, look, in full to. disclosure, I wear a mask when it's, when I'm supposed to, according to right. the CDC guidelines and laws. Right. When I'm out running and I'm jogging, it, they say they would like for you to wear a mask, but if it's not mandatory, I'm not wearing a mask right, when I'm right, running. Right, but right. I, I do, I am very um, cautious that if I can't be within, you know, six feet, right, we're also, it. we've when been here by the beach. Right. When you're it's, around people, that's what they're asking because you don't right. want to get sick and you don't want to get them right. sick. That's all. Right. That's really no, no, it. Right. right. It's become, a, I don't get it. So I don't get why people have an issue with doing it if it saves lives. I mean, we managed right. to, we managed to go from the epicenter of this insanity to, to very small numbers yesterday. So that's it. So I know, agree with you in that respect. I do think it's so temporary, you know, whatever the guidelines are, we have to abide by the guidelines. And I agree with that. And I don't like wearing it, but I wear it. Right. You right. Know? And, I right. do it. I don't like it. I can't breathe. And then I put on my reading glasses after read. Then it gets fogged up. Right. And I'm like, I got to get the fuck out of here. And I wind right, up going right. home and I 
gifts and I didn't buy anything I needed to buy for the house and the food right, and the kids are right. asking me, where's my yogurt pops? And I'm like, just buzz off. <laughs> like I had to get out of there. Can't breathe anything. But no, but I, I agree. It's temporary. You got to do what you got to do to just get right. by this difficult time. I agree. And listen, I don't even know if it's temporary. I mean, the Japanese have been wearing these masks forever, but at least they have the decency when they go into a store, they've been wearing masks. I mean, I, you know, I go to Bergdorf's all the time and I see just all of these tourists and they're wearing masks. I mean, this yeah. is, this, we're talking about, you know, six to 10 months ago. So, you know. Yeah, because they knew something we didn't know. Yeah. Yes. Well, they, they know something we don't know. Totally. And, yeah. And it's coming maybe from their country too, which is why they know something we don't know. So, well, I don't know. China, but but yeah, right. It is at least in that part of the world that it started and then it just moved. Yeah, moved. But right. yes. Can I show you something great? Please do. <laughs> this is a company. Do you have these? It's Coralou. Do you know them? No, spell it. K-O-O-R. Yes, I do know. You do? Yes, okay. I know that. Yes, Coralou. Yes, we need to show that. I'm going to ask you for pictures of all this stuff that we can put on the can Rich in Life website. see that? Yeah, like I love that. a little illustration of yeah. one of the Greek. It's Greek. Sasha, I've got to tell you, you're really talented. You really have a knack for picking up beautiful things. Also that. This is but the mini spending... version. Okay, so I have a question. You, you, you spent money on this or did you get this stuff for free? Half and half. Okay, because I was going to say, some of them are not very wearable. They're not so easy to wear. They're beautiful. They're works of art. Yeah, but, but you wear yeah. them with jeans and then, you know. Right. So I love this know how to one do it. because it's, we were talking, I started talking to the company and we were having a conversation and I said, why don't you do this thing as a suggestion where it's, you know. Frayed. Is that frayed? Frayed and it's uh, boucle. I love it. Uh, I love which it. Which was based on a Junior Watanabe jacket that was like a, that was like a Chanel jacket, and it was all frayed. Yeah. And they did one, and so, yeah. So did you, you ever want to design? I'm surprised that. Did you ever get the itch? Yeah, I want to design caftans and thing. I I'm not. I'm more of a curator. I'm not a designer. There's a difference. You have to know that there's a difference. I'd like to design as a curator, right. but I'm not a designer. Right, I understand. And, and you really have to know the difference. You know, like people think that they're designers and it's like- Cutting out a little. You're really not. Oh, do you hear me? Right, yeah, I hear you now. A lot of people I mean, think you must designers, see it. Including yeah, you must me, see it I think I'm time. a designer too, but I- But your stuff is great. I mean, I think Thank it's, you. you know, you know, See, like I could never be a shoe designer. I know what works and what looks great, but I really don't know about proportion in designing a shoe fit. You make things, you make things like magically happen, like a boot that doesn't, you know, that doesn't necessarily fit. You make things happen, you know that stuff. Are we still on? You're frozen. Yeah, now we're on. I hear you. Okay, okay I'm frozen. You make, you make things magically happen. You'll make, you know how to take a boot and fit it over a calf. Yes, and it's exhausting. You know. It's exhausting. <laughs> All of it is know. exhausting. But yes. you know. And you yes, know but you know how fish. I know. I know because I've been doing it for so long 
that, right. you know, I've had all calves come in through my store over the decades. All of them, including my own family. We've stretched, we use them as guinea pigs to stretch the calves out to see how right. far we can go without ripping it because we knew they were taking it anyway. You know, they right. wanted a boot. You know, they, were, they wanted it to fit. Right. But they didn't I care if it looked a little worn in. Right, but you just said that you're not a designer, but you are. I know, I was making a joke. I, I, okay, I kind of well, do know. I don't want to know. I'm, I'm so saying. sick of it. You never get sick of fashion, do you? Never. You never get sick of it? No, it... Come it, on. It changes all the time. It changes... You're incredible. But it, but it does. It changes all the time. So, you know, it's not like plumbing or... You know, right. it changes constantly. So, and we change and we evolve and the seasons change. So, you know, in the fall, the winters, like my favorite, there's so, you know, you know, you say hat and glove and scarf and coat, and there's so many different interpretations of what that means. I think that's fun and, right. and great. So I think I know the answer to this. Do you style for your audience and what you think they want to see? Or do you style for what you want to push and what you think is new or fresh? Absolutely both. Oh, both. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I, st I style myself to get a compliment from someone. If someone says that's great, then I know that it's great. If someone doesn't say anything, then I rethink it. You know, like, Maybe I need to get rid of this fringe bag because, in fact, it's not great. So I know, and I know that. And I'm not like one of those people that says, oh, I please myself, you know. No, I just, I just love knowing everything and knowing where to get it and knowing that I might be the only one who has it and then trying to help somebody find it. Right. You've styled so many people. Is there anybody that you would like to style that you haven't styled? Yes. She's dead though. Elizabeth Taylor. I loved Elizabeth Taylor and it didn't matter which phase of her life. She, she's phenomenal at, at all times. Yeah. She was very interesting. You're cutting out again. Can you hear me though? I can hear you. Okay, good. She was amazing in so many ways that I don't think people really knew. I know she converted to Judaism, which I don't think, I think it was not even for Eddie Fisher when she married him and she was just was very it? interesting. Right. And I think she did um, a child, which, you know, back in the day, nobody really yeah. bragged about, and it wasn't about tabloids. And there was just so much about her that was so interesting, including her style. I mean, standing up, she started Amphar. I mean, I'll right, never forget. Right. Did you ever see her documentary with Ronald Reagan and with, um, no. you know, reaching but, out to Ronald Reagan and the courts, talking about how we have to start doing something about the AIDS epidemic? I mean, she was incredible. She was incredible. She had no fear, you know? She was really, I met her once um, and it was incredible. Oh, you and, did? Where did you meet her? Yeah, How did you meet her? Backstage at the Little Foxes on Broadway where she was starring and my father um, was meeting her for some, I don't know why we were there, but we went and I met her and, you know, I had 10 minutes with her and she, so the eyes were incredible and she's so small, you know, she was so little. And what I was moved by was the fact that she gave me the time of day. I mean, she focused on me 
and didn't look away. And there were all these other people in the dressing room and she just asked me questions and she was just very involved. And I've never felt that from any other celebrity that I've ever worked with. I mean, she was so engaged and so nice. And um, like, that's incredible. Yeah, it's rare. It's also very rare. Do you have a favorite movie of hers? I mean, I love Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. I love Cleopatra too, of course. I mean, I love all of I them. Love, yeah, I, I mean, love the of movie them. that, yeah, the, the movie that she did with Warren Beatty in Vegas where he loses all his money and they're about to leave and, you know, she, she, she go, she's his wife and he loses, I mean, the, the two of them together was so beautiful that it was stunning. But I guess, um, what was it? A Place in the Sun? A Place in the Sun with Rock Hudson. Oh. Was it with Rock Hudson? No, no it was Montgomery with Montgomery Clift. Right, it was with Montgomery oh Clift. Great God. movie. You know, a lot of my uh, styling aesthetic and a lot of designing always kind of goes back to old movies. I always like, you know, yes. when I watch old movies. I don't know, sure. I think it's just something about it that just seems so, I, I guess, glamorous because it wasn't well, over, it wasn't oversaturated. Right. Well, it was, it was regal and elegant and you didn't know a lot. You knew right. what you knew. You know, you just didn't know everything. And, um, you know, you got what you got, you know? Also, I love that. You I just will... said it perfectly. You said you didn't know a lot. You didn't have to didn't. know. A, you didn't. That's what you love. They would come on. Marilyn Monroe would come on. You didn't have to know every sorted detail about what she was wearing. You just caught a glimpse of it and, you know, that was it. Yeah, you just didn't know. You just didn't know. You know now, but you didn't know then. And yeah. you wanted to know, but they, it was all like a little, you know, you know, I mean, she was the most followed, uh, you know, before any of them really. Um, and, you know, had this, you know, torrid, notorious affair with Richard Burton. Um, I mean, she was the Brad and Angelina, you know, the Brangelina before any of these people. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Remember the whole um, Eddie Fisher story? That was that Yes, was Debbie Reynolds. Yes. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, and I also love Sophia Loren. I think that um, I've, I, her beauty is so stunning to me and so exotic and so modern in, again, in every period of her life. I mean, I've never seen cheekbones and that you know just everything about her um even in like the 70s she was so cool so those are my two and i wish that i would would have been able to style both of them yeah you know what i i, I get that i get that it was a it's a great generation Th those the generation of actresses back then not that the ones today are not great they are but there was something very different about uh, the generation Mysterious. before. Mysterious. You didn't have to know everything about them and you nope. know what they believed in every aspect of their life. They just entertained you. They gave you glamour. They were polite. They appreciated yes. the uh, yes. adoration. They appreciated they were, they, it. And they were also trained. You know, they were trained by another generation that it's, it's just different. It's all... And, you know, I mean, change is good, but it's all different. Right. So now I want to ask you about your husband. I know I've met yes. him a yes. few times. He was your high school sweetheart, right? Yes. Your husband was your high In Manhattan. Is, we went to yeah. high school together. Yep. Well. Right. How's it going, you guys? Uh, we you are celebrating yet? our 30th anniversary 
on September 16th. Wow, congratulations. Is Thank he still you. as nice as I remember him? He was yes. so supportive and he's he, supportive. Yes, very. We, well, we, you know, what helps knowing each other that long and, and when we knew each other at a, at a time in your life when you're really just kind of figuring it all out, um, that's a definite plus. Um, we were also married for a long time before we had kids, so we never felt that we missed something. Do you know? Right. And and yeah. and that was and that's a very rare thing to have the advantage of that. So <clears throat> I know a lot of women feel pressured to have kids, you know, the, the out of the gate because they're told that they're too old or their eggs are old or this is old and that is old and it's awful. And we do have a, you know, we do have a, a, a ticker that basically says, if you don't do this by that point, nothing's going to work for you. So, but we like each other, like we really like each other, which is very helpful. And we love each other, but we, and we're in love, but we really like each other. And it, this pandemic, you know, it, it was, it was very smooth for us. We didn't have, uh, it's very, I know that it's been so extremely difficult for people. So, you know, I'm so blessed in so many ways that it's, I don't even understand how it happened, but. Uh, it how old really were you? Good. How old were you when you had your twins? <laughs> 20, 38. Oh, wow. Yes. I thought it I'm gonna be, yeah. I just turned 56. Yeah. Wow. yeah. How old are they now, the boys? They're going to be 18 at the end of September. Can you still style them and put them in clothes or now they have their own? Well, we have really good conversations about that. Um, in the beginning, I did. And then in the middle, the, well, they started to feel out their stuff. They never put us in a position where they got shitty about clothes like i only want to wear supreme and you know which i said right. you're not doing that um but they never they have they've kind of felt it along the way and now like one loves something you know designers that are not really known and he likes to just kind of wear a lot of color and he likes to dress preppy and then he likes to dress sporty and whatever the other guy is more like my helmet lang guy and he his look is very minimal and everything is very beige no logos um so they have they're they, very they're different identical very i know different. they're not they look even very different do they still look as different as they did when I'll, they were younger i'll send you i'll send you a picture they're send totally me pictures different. of them send me pictures yeah, of them for sure i'd love to see them yeah that's amazing do you ever put away stuff like do you, uh, what i do in my stores like when we have all this gorgeous stuff from lanvan mm -hmm. sometimes they don't sell at full price and when they go on sale i'm like you know what i'm gonna pull it for grayson or maybe gunner's girlfriend one day so right. i have accumulated all of this stuff from the stores just because yes. I don't want to sell it on sale and I grow attached to it. So I have like this closet that has all like things, jewelry, handbags yes. that I kind of put away. Do you do that for your boys, girlfriends maybe someday in the hopes you can give it to them? The girls seem to have their own style, but they like to talk about it and they, and it's a different type of thing. They don't, well, only one girl has taken something. She was taking a lot of my son's hoodies 
which I thought was hilarious. So wait, so she has her own style and she likes to do- so she has her but, own style. They like to kind of, they like to talk about it, but they have their own looks. So, right. but one, one girl in particular likes to take one of my son's sweatshirts all the time. So that's funny. And, you know, I always say, what happened to that? We just got that. And, you know, and I said, are we ever getting it back? And, you know, and he's like, no. And I say, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they like streetwear. The kids like streetwear yes, for now. Yes, Save yes, it. Yes. Trust me, they're going to get a little bit older, and whoever the, your boys marry, the girls are going to probably rummage through your closet maybe. and go crazy. Maybe. I don't crazy. know. You know, they'll go through my stuff, maybe. They, they, um, yeah, and my stuff here, my own personal stuff, they'll probably like it, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. It's it. They all seem to have their own look, which I kind of like. I like that. I like that. Okay. I like it. I can't wait to see them and I can't wait to get together with you again. This has I been know. a very fun conversation. Next time we talk, Thank you're you. giving me more names and more stories. Yeah. I want to hear about more <laughs> celebrity and editor bullshit. I want to okay. hear about Anna Wintour. Any dirt with Anna Wintour or no? No, but everything you read is true. I mean, I, uh, yeah, you know, I know. She's, she's totally not, you know, she's totally transparent. I mean, there's nothing. I, I will say that working for people like Anna, you know, it, it, it is 4,000 times harder than, as I said, than the Devil Wears Prada. Right. They're tough, you know, they're tough and they're, and they're very demanding. A lot of people get that confused with somebody yelled at me or whatever. They're just demanding. And, de you know, that means you can't go to dinner. You need to finish this till it's done. That's what they expect. It's a different, it's different. You know, very different. What advice would you give to young people at the moment? You know, now, what would what advice would you give that want to get into styling and starting at the bottom? I would, okay, so I've changed my tune a lot, but I say that do whatever makes you happy, do whatever makes you happy, and just try to be nice about it, because in the end, it doesn't really matter. I mean, all of this stuff, all of this stuff, it's stuff. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But have fun with it. And just try to listen to what somebody who's a little older than you has to say. I mean, I didn't, but I got it when I got, you know, shot in the ass for it. But just try to listen and absorb and just know that, you know, it's a process. And it's totally worth it. I mean, as we were saying, you know, I've done this for 30 plus years and I love it. I still love it. I see it, and you really enjoyed it, and that's why you're so good at it. Well, Thank on you. that note, I'm going to say goodbye to you. All right. I love you. I ya. love seeing you. Me too, babe. I miss you. I love you. Say hi to your husband and the boys. I will. All right. Great. See you, babe. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Rich in Life. Be sure to catch my next episode with New York Times bestselling author Christy Whitman. She is a highly sought after life coach who talks about the art of having it all and breaking patterns that cause fear, anxiety, and worry. I personally got a lot out of my interview with her and so will you. And as always, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Rich in Life and visit us at richinlife.com where you can hear the latest episodes and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. Done. You've been listening to Rich in Life with Rich Arani. If you liked what you've heard, click subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes. Or visit us at richinlife.com. 
That's R-I-T-C-H in life.com.